Um, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are, everyone. Um, right, I'm going to give you a quick overview of what today's space is. So I've got um, nine projects coming on. They're going to get 15 minutes uh, each. And obviously, I'm going to get them to do sort of an overview and update us on what's been happening. Uh, first, we'll be joined by Nolus, then Levana. Chain for Energy, a bit song, Yield Moss, AI Right, Check the uh, Plan, Q Foundation, and Gelato. So, yeah, it should be interested. Um, is that Cayman? Can you hear me? All good? I hear you perfectly fine. How about me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine. Um, do you know whether Vez is joining us or not? He should be. Right. Um, no one speaking, but you'll probably join from the account as well. Oh, perfect. No, that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, so obviously, um, thanks for coming on today. Um, My pleasure. Yeah, if you'd like to just introduce yourself first and, and just give us a brief background, um, and then we can move on to talking about what Nolus is and what's been happening sort of thing. Perfect. Uh, so I'm Kamen. I'm the founder of Novus. Novus is a money market that we have been building for many times now, for many months, many years already. I'm coming from traditional finance. I'm no longer in traditional finance because I moved from Web2 to Web3 with Novus. I basically have accounting degree. I have finance degree. So very much towards that kind of the world. Um, yeah, that's me. Thank you for the invite, by the way. It's, it's really pleasurable. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Uh, it's, yeah, it's an honour having you on as well. Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's start moving on with what Nolus is. So if you can give everyone sort of a, a brief overview of what the project is and, and the protocol. Pleasure to do so. So Nolus, yeah, as, as a Cosmos-based uh, chain, Nolus is a layer one app specific chain. We are entirely built with Cosmos SDK. And what we try to address are major inefficiencies in crypto lending lending market so we try to solve over collateralization we try to solve high risk of liquidation even lack of asset ownership how we do that we do that with a non-custodial cross-chain money market that we've launched last june we have more than 20 million of full transactions that were flowing through that time since today but the idea behind nose is really being a money market between lenders who provide stable coins into the liquidity pools, and borrowers who are looking to amplify their holdings. Now, on the lender side, they receive real yield, meaning that we cap deposit so that real actual yield is like 10, 10% and above in stables, and then we incentivize with additional uh, token rewards in our NOS token. Uh, 
On the other side, the borrowers, they get other perks. They get to walk up a down payment in any currency, any asset. Up to 150% could be taken as a loan from the liquidity pool. And then both of those funds, the provided as down payment and loan, go buy an asset of the desired choice of the uh, user, of the borrower, and he gets multiplied in terms of exposure as at a factor of three. The beauty of what we've built is that we actually try to do it much more safer for the user. So you're getting three times more exposure, but also you're getting 40% lower margin call risk because both the down payment and actual loan purchase your asset and the full asset actually acts as collateral. You also have the full ownership of the asset, meaning you can yield optimize during the time and you can keep the asset at the end if you decide to do so. So basically you can keep it for whatever reason, for whatever time you desire. You would be paying only the interest for the time of usage. You walk the price, all the appreciation is up to you to keep. And then you can yield during that time and you can close the position in any way you like through repayment or through market cost, meaning using the collateral. But you're getting three times more exposure and much better margin call risk. That's, that's the main idea behind us. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you for that overview. So can we? Can you just now explain exactly um, how the protocol works when it comes to opening these leases for everyone? Yeah, of course. So uh, you as a user, you come to the Nose Protocol, you want to purchase an asset. You might be having stables. You might be having another asset. You can use any of that in order to provide it as down payment in our app. Once you do that, you can choose another asset of your liking because you want to go wonk on it by, by the asset. So you are having some atoms. You believe that you are having a good gain on those atoms. You can actually want to switch a little bit with Osmo, just as an idea, as an example. So you provide that atom as down payment, let's say it's 1,000 in, in US dollars in stables, and then you get another 1,500 as a loan. This is from the liquidity provider. Once this happens, under the hood, we use IBC and interchain accounts in order to swap those assets that you have provided as down payment and from the liquidity pool towards a DEX that we have been integrated to, and actually swap it to the asset you want, Osmo in this example. Because we are integrated, our full, full functionality actually works with third-party DEXs. This means that we would be more and more integrating with different DEXs throughout the time. We are currently integrated on Osmosis from day one. We integrated with Neutron Astroport uh, almost a month ago. So we have two DEXs within our ecosystem currently being able to do those transactions. So everything that has sufficient liquidity in those two DEXs is currently or will be currently listed shortly in on our protocol. The idea behind is not to have liquidity on our own DEX, so not to build the DEX, but actually use the DEXs that are already there by getting their liquidity and actually using it for the people. The more we do it, the more DEXs we have, the more availability of assets we will be using. Once we implement swap functionality within our app, you would be able to just swap assets from different networks without going to different networks. So basically, usage people would have uh, one place to interact with different chains, probably easier, much simpler for them, and cheaply. 
and fast. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you. Um, so now would you like to explain um, how the market close feature works and how people would be able to close their leases? Uh, okay, so not only the market close, I'll step back a little bit. So what you can do once you open a lease is you can actually come and repay through stables, through another asset, or to keep entirely the position. Let's say that you have taken 1,000 uh, as a as a full position, as a DeFi lease. If you have uh, some kind of a debt that you need to repay, you can come and actually repay with actual stables with another asset. This is option number one. This means that you're basically keeping all of the assets of 1,000 Tosmos that you have purchased through the DeFi lease for you. Ownership lies within you. Uh, the other option is market close. The market close allows you to use part of the collateral, meaning the 1,000 Tosmos in the example, in order to repay part or fully the debt. You can do partial, meaning 20%, 25%, 30%, whatever that is, or just do full repayment of the debt or close the full amount of collateral. Now, because price moves, and if you have entered Tosmo, for example, at 0.5 cents, uh, and it's currently one, it's basically you have gained twice. The full appreciation would be able to be used. You can click 50% out of the collateral covering your debt. The other 50% is actually your gain. So the gain within, within that position stays entirely with the user. He's actually purchasing the asset. The asset is parked into the smart contract of the user. It's used as collateral. But once full debt is repaid, it is entirely returned to the customer if he desires to do so, the user. Uh, he might close it all and convert to stables. That's also fine. So the market cost actually allows you to keep the price appreciation entirely for you. It allows you to repay the debt without getting new funds, new stables. And it allows you to be flexible in this market. Yeah, no, that's great. I think, um, like you say, I think something like that's needed um, to because it gives you the option of not having to have capital put aside to close the debt, like you say. So the market close, I think, is a really good um, feature. Do you now want to explain to people who are lending to uh, lending USDC how they um, accrue sort of yield through lending and, and how that sort of things work? Of course. So. We have been discussing the borrowing side. What the borrower has is interest that he is repaying. Uh, for every lease, there is a lease uh, interest that is determined based on the current utilization of the pool at the moment of taking the lease. So the DeFi lease never changes user by user. It changes, however, day to day because utilization changes. Now, once a borrower repays in cash any interest that he needs to repay, this goes immediately to lender. So because we are keeping utilization, uh, NOS actually has a feature that does not allow lenders to be more than 65% of the optimal utilization logic, what we call it. So basically we are not allowing lenders to be five times more than borrowers. That way we are not diluting them. So basically if there is 100, tables into the pool from lenders, 65% will be uh, taken as loans. The other 
currently staying idle, but the 65% would be earning some yield, let's say 15%. There is a 4% uh, revenue buyback that would be buying cow our native token and refilling incentive pool for the lender, but also the remaining goes entirely to the lender. So in this example, 11%, the 10% uh, would be going as, as a real yield, real cash in stables to the lenders with the repayment of the borrowing. So we have actually not done anything so much innovative in that front, but we have done it smartly. This is my point. Uh, so the idea is that by capping lenders, we actually allow them to stay long-term in the protocol because they are getting 10% on their stables. We also do have an incentive pool. This incentive pool is our NOS token, in our NOS token that distributes additional 12 to 13% currently in stables. So if you provide stables now, you get 22% APY on your stables. That's one, 10% in stables, 12% in our NOS. The 4% I've mentioned, the revenue buyback, it buys back our token and refills exactly that pool. So in that sense, this pool gets refilled with time with new NOSs, which then be distributed towards more lenders. So lenders continue to be incentivized to be there for the longer time. That's the idea behind the real yield and the NOS incentive pool. The two things that we have done, in my opinion, very smart. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Um, perfect. Yeah, now I suppose um, it leads me on to ask you, like, do you want to update people on what's happened recently um, and sort of, if there's any alpha, leak some alpha, it's entirely up to you. Um, but yeah, if you can just give us some updates of what's happened recently, that'd be great. Uh, we are very much focused on building, as we basically have been always. But we've seen a lot of traction in terms of numbers. We see more than 20 million of uh, actual transactions happening through our earn and DeFi leases. Uh, more than 7 million of loans taken, more than 13 million of DeFi leases taken historically from July till today. This means that we are getting traction. The beauty of it is that we are getting most of the volume as we progress with time, meaning the more time it passes, the more uh, uh, the higher the volume we see daily. Uh, we've opened uh, Neutron on Neutron on Astroport. We have more than 500K of DeFi leases for 20 days in NTRN. So, in order to continue expanding, we do have three, let's say, three paths to do, and we will do them all, but it would become gradually. So first of all, expand in terms of tokens. There are tokens that we are currently about to list, which would be very much enjoyable by people to take, which would, of course, make them take more leases because they would be available for them in the app. We are planning many, more than 10, to list it in the next couple of weeks, uh, both on Neutron and Osmosis. The second part is that we are planning on two major updates, let's say uh, version two of Nose, that would change how we interact and really make us a money market rather than just one product, right, the DeFi lease. So hopefully Q1, Q2, and Q3 would be an expansion in terms of tokens. Second of all, expansion in terms of other products that we would be offering. And thirdly, we are planning and building to go cross-chain. 
to different other money markets to connect to different DEXs. By connecting to different DEXs, we would be integrating new tokens. The more liquidity they have, the more items they would be allowed to take on the DeFi leases. So more and more traction, more volume, more people, more users going cross-chain. That's the whole idea. Yeah, no, that's great. That's perfect. Um, I because I can't see Levana at the moment. It doesn't. I think we can go a, a couple of minutes over um, if needs be. So, if anyone in the audience wants to come up and ask any questions, if they have any questions, um, if you just request to speak now. Um, but while while we're waiting for that, did you want to just explain a little bit about the NLS token and um, the tokenomics behind the token itself? Yes, of course. So the NOS token is uh, actually vital to the ecosystem because I have seen in the past and we have seen in the past a lot of uh, projects that, especially in the lending market 2017-18, where uh, uh, the token exists, but it doesn't actually have a utility over the project. With NOS is different because we are, first of all, R1. So this means all gas currently is done through the NOS. Um, this is the first and foremost feature that is enacted already within the ecosystem. But the NOS is, is supposed to and will be a very, let's say, vital figure within, vital option and figure within our ecosystem. How it would allow you through staking, uh, as a proof of stake necrophers, you can now uh, earn rewards from your staking. But by staking a particular amount of NOS, you would be allowed to do different stuff in the protocol. This is more on the longer term rather than on the short term. Yes, still planned for hopefully to be started this year, but this needs to have more volume, more traction in order to do so. So you stake NOS. Once you stake NOS, for example, you get better terms in terms of DeFi leases, in terms of repayment, in terms of interest, in terms of down payment, in terms of availability to take higher leverage, availability to do different other stuff on the DeFi leases. On the other side, if you're a lender and you have staked an appropriate amount of uh, NOS, you actually go higher in terms of interest, uh, in terms of duration, whatever that is. So basically, incentivize people to use the NOS token as a means to achieve other goals or other products or reach other products or have a different features compared to the other users. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you very much. Um, oh, no, here we go. Levana have come here. Um, uh, yeah, yes. perfect. So I think we can, there isn't anyone who's requested to ask any questions. Uh, I think you've covered a majority of what we um, need to sort of cover basis-wise. And we can obviously get you on again in the future and we can update everyone um, what's happened since this space is. But yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on, Cayman. Um, and yeah, look forward to having you on next time. The pleasure was all mine. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Right. Let me just get good off. Can you hear me? Is it uh, is it Jonathan speaking from Levana? Hey, guys. How's it going, man? Hey, good. Thank you. I thought you was going to be a no-show for a minute then. No, so I, you know, I wasn't quite sure. I was, uh, you know, I was on a call that was supposed to end 19 minutes ago. And it's just, you know, sometimes you say goodbye like 30 times and it just keeps <laughs> going and going and going. Oh, 100%, 100%. No, that's fine. Well, you're here now anyway. So, yeah, if you want to just um, 
give everyone sort of a brief introduction of yourself and what Nirvana is, and then we can crack on from there. Sure. So uh, I'm Jonathan Karras. I'm head of communications at Levana. Uh, Levana is a perpetual swap. We offer up to 100x leverage um, on many different assets. Uh, we have, um, we've got commodities like gold. We're launching actually silver next week, which we're very excited about. Um, we've got forex, uh, uh, like the euro and the Great British Pound. Um, we've got a bunch of crypto assets, like all of your favorites. Uh, BTC, ETH, Atom, um, Solana, uh, in, Injective, say, and, uh, you know, we're native Cosmos. We're actually on the Osmosis, uh, say, and Injective chains. And we have a really unique feature. We're the only perpetual swap in all of Cosmos that offers uh, collateralized perks uh, through liquid stake derivatives. So if you are a holder of uh, Milktea or um, or SD Atom or SD Osmo or a, you know a handful of other liquid stake derivatives, and they're just sitting and just burning a hole in your pocket, just earning those sweet um, risk-free rewards. And you want to either use them as collateral to take on leverage positions, or you want to be able to um, uh, you know uh, provide liquidity for other traders to be a, a counter trader, you know, essentially to to play the casino. Um, so you can take that non-working asset and turn it into a working asset. We've been live for um, about eight months. We've had $1.8 billion of trading volume. We've had 19,000 different people uh, or accounts use our application. We've paid out over $2 million in fees to, um, uh, to liquidity providers. Um, we've got a token which is listed on about 10 different venues. Um, and we are aggressively working on our governance portal and our farming rewards. And we just went live uh, on Kajira. Um, we've got uh, a, an LVN uh, Kuji pair, and we're about to go live with an LVN Minta pair. Yeah, perfect. A great overview. Um, right. Do you want to maybe just explain to everyone uh, a bit more in depth, like the benefits of uh you know, doing perps on Levana and just give a bit more in depth how the actual protocol um, works. Sure. Well, let's let's first let's break it up into two different sections. Like first is um, wh why would you want to trade perps in instead of trading spot? So imagine that you've got you know uh, you've got a thousand bucks you know to play with in this market. So if if you're just trading spot, so then the most that you can do is just buy a thousand dollars of you know, Bitcoin or Fuji or, or, you know, any other token that you might be bullish on. Um, and, and, and you're really limited by your capital. And you have two options. You can either be out of the market or in the market. Um, with perps, you've got much more flexibility and it's much more cost effective because you can take that same $1,000 and you can be, you could get $10,000 exposure, $50,000 exposure, $100,000 exposure. It really just depends on your conviction. And you're not limited to just one direction. You don't need to either be in the market or out of the market. You can decide that you want to have leverage exposure long or you want to have leverage exposure short. It really is up to you to decide exactly what direction that you want to be in. And with Levana, one of the cool things is that you can actually update your position as you go along. So you could decide I want to be super long at one day, and then you could scale that back. You can change your collateral. You can change your leverage. 
um, you've really got a lot of flexibility um, that that uh, that allows you to really optimize your trading position. And if you want to get more advanced, you know, you can decide to be um, you you can decide to do delta neutral strategies, which means that you want to just counter trade the popular traders. If everybody is long Bitcoin because they think Bitcoin's going to melt your face, um, then you might take a short out on Bitcoin, which is going to pay you today about 150% APR paid in Bitcoin, you know, paid on uh, multi times a day with no lockup. Um, and then you might balance your short position on Bitcoin with just a spot position of holding Bitcoin. So imagine this, like imagine that you let's work through the numbers. Let's say you had a thousand bucks to, you know, to play with. So you might take um, 900 bucks and buy Bitcoin with it. And then that last hundred bucks, you go short and you short 9x leverage. So now you've got not, you've got $900 of short Bitcoin, $900 of long Bitcoin through your spot. Um, you're delta neutral, meaning you're not really even exposed to the price of Bitcoin, but you're earning now you know, roughly half. So like 75% APR just for holding this position. Now, obviously, you know, I'm oversimplifying it and you got the devils are in the details, but these are the types of really cool utilities that are possible with perps. And one of the things that makes Levana different from than all the other perps is that you can actually take your Bitcoin, you can take your ETH, you can take your Atom, your SD Atom, and you can use it as collateral for your perps position. Whereas every other perps is asking you, you know, um, stay within stable coins, be exposed to stable coins, like be long stable coins, and then you can start trading perps. Levana says, take the assets that are already in your wallet and then use them to get long or short leverage exposure. Yeah, perfect. Great explanation. Um, do you want to just explain to everyone, because you've recently launched your own token, um, do you want to briefly just give an overview of, of everything that's happened with launching the token and where people can get it, et cetera, et cetera? Sure. So we launched the token. You know, launching a token is definitely hard. Um, we launched it around the end of the year, um, which is also very difficult. Would definitely not recommend to anybody to launch a token, you know, around the uh, holiday season. You know, it's, uh, it's hard to get people's attention. Um, everybody's on vacation. But, you know, you live and you learn. And uh, we've, well, you know, thank God where the, the, the token has been, um, uh, has found like a very nice base um, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, you can get it on Gate.io, uh, MEXC, Huobi. Um, you can get it on, uh, on Kajira and, uh, and Osmosis. And the token is really designed um, to oversee the governance um, and to control the treasury of Levana. So as I mentioned before, we're building out now, and if you jump into the Discord, you can actually be an active participant um, of the nuances of how the, the token economics is going to work, because um, we're, we're constantly, you know, building in, in, uh, building in public. So, you know, we, we show to, um, to the community, you know, here's uh, the updated token economics, and then the community gives us feedback, and then we take that feedback and we iterate on it. And so we're looking in Q2, we'll be launching where you'll be able to single side stake uh, your LVN token. You'll be able to use it for voting. You'll be able to lock it up. And then you'll be able to get rewards based on real yield rewards, um, you know, in, uh, uh, in uh, compensation for your active governance. Now, today, in the meantime, 
there are a bunch of venues where you can get up to, I think I last saw 170% APR uh, on the Levana token. So even if you have the Levana token today, maybe you received it in an airdrop or maybe you picked it up uh, from an exchange, um, you still have plenty of places where you can earn with it today. And over time, uh, there will be uh, more opportunities, you know, which we'll be bringing to market. Yeah, that's great. Perfect. Um, and then to sort of wrap up um, and finish off, do you just want to sort of update everyone on the, what's happened recently? Um, I think I see a partnership announcement with Pyfe. Um, yeah, so do you just want to maybe explain a few things that have happened recently? Uh, sure. So we've actually, so Levana has been around for about uh, almost three years now. Um, you know, I think coming up in June will be our three-year anniversary. We've been through a bunch of up and downs. Um, we've always been on the cutting edge of technology. Like I said before, we are not only the first, but also unique in a number of different um, nuances of the protocol itself, which always um, requires a strong effort in terms of, uh, of, of, of you know, security and oversight. Now, what we saw towards the end of the year um, was that uh, an upgrade that um, happened around uh, how, uh, you know, it, 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 we're working with, uh, with Cosmos chains. So one of the Cosmos chains that we're on um, uh, upgraded from uh, fixed gas fees to variable gas fees. Um, that change required a, a you know, significant um, overhaul to a lot of our security measures. And what we found was that um, a malicious actor was actually able to um, block the Oracle price feed that uh, we're working with, which is, uh, which is the, you know, um, a, a very amazing uh, Oracle called uh, Pith. Um, so they were able to block it actually from updating prices on our perpetual swap, um, which enabled uh, a, a bad actor to uh, be able to predict what the prices were going to be to hit the chain. Um, during times of massive congestion. So this happened over the course of about uh, about a week and a half. Um, and they were able to extract about 10% of LP funds, uh, which, you know, we've earmarked for a future airdrop so that we can, you know, compensate people for. Um, and that will be coming after the, the governance um, portal launches. So we're, we're super excited about that. And so what we uh, did a massive upgrade in January for was actually to take the um, the Oracle updates and to separate them from the order updates. So by separating these things, even if uh, a malicious actor is able to completely control the chain, uh, they won't be able to control what prices hit what uh, orders. And we worked with a really awesome security company called Range to be able to design this. And we actually have uh, a third party uh, review of this upgrade, um, we've got uh, the code review, which was performed by a, a very popular um, audit company called Bio within the Cosmos space uh, that we just completed actually about uh, you know about a month ago, and we're super excited to be able to bring this uh, extra security uh, moving forward, you know, to ensure that we can deploy uh, and we can scale uh, along with the the scaling that the adoption that we all expect to see you know into this next bull run and we've been live now for uh with the new version for over a month we've had i think at this point um about almost 200 million dollars of trading volume 
has occurred on the new system. And we've seen it just like, you know, seamlessly occur without any hiccups. So super excited about, uh, you know, the future of the platform. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Thank you, Jonathan. And sorry um, if, it, if it felt quite rushed, uh, obviously trying to get through quite a bit in a short amount of time. But we will do another Spaces and we can deep dive into it a bit more um, in another one. So thank you for no, coming you, up today. Yeah, thank you so much. You've always been a gentleman and a scholar. And, you know, I enjoyed hanging out uh, in, in Turkey. I, I hope that you make it to, to Paris, to Dubai and upcoming events. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll even see, see you at Cosmoverse uh, uh, later this year. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's always an honor. And I've still got my Levana socks. Don't worry. So perfect. <laughs> Awesome. Right. Um, <laughs> All right. Thanks lovely. so much. Perfect, Jonathan. Take care. Enjoy your day. Right. Bye. We will move on to the next person now, Adam. Um, I have him. I have sent you an invite. If you if you check your if you have a check, then you should have an invite to come up and speak. If you can hear me, can you hear me, Adam? Can you give me like a thumbs up or something? If you can. Hey, there we go. There we go. Welcome up. Right. Perfect. Thank you for joining me, Adam. Uh, Adam is with Chain for Energy. So if you would like to just briefly uh, explain a bit about yourself and then we can crack on with what the project is. Adam, are you, you, might, you need to unmute your mic if you can hear me. Okay, now, now, now we'll do <laughs> Just in case you're talking to nobody, right, perfect. Oh, so, but now I told you everything about the project, but you didn't hear me. <laughs> uh, Danny, so, uh, and everyone, uh, good morning, good evening, and uh, good afternoon, actually. Uh, for me, this is a uh, good evening. Um, hello, everyone. Uh, and... After just two um, people I heard just before me, it looks like um, a very bright crypto market is coming. So I'm very happy with that. And I'm also happy to meet you all uh, in the next Cosmoverse, which will be uh, in Dubai. Uh, but just one thing, uh, we are from energy. We want to put a little bit energy, good energy, green energy into the into the market, crypto market, and not only. Uh, so uh, that's why we are here. So uh, I'm Adam. Uh, I'm leading the product and marketing team at C4E. I've been part of this project from the very beginning. So I think that puts me in a great position to share with you what we do, what we did, uh, and some, uh, I hope, exciting uh, alpha. Yeah, this is this is important. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So first of all, <laughs> if you want to just give um, everyone a brief overview of what Chain for Energy is, just so everyone knows what the project is, and then you exactly. can dive into sort of what's been happening and, and everything else. So in a nutshell, what uh, we do is this. We assist individuals, energy communities, and entrepreneurs in managing energy in the areas through our products. Uh, our mission is centered around transforming energy into the currency of the future. We are Depin project. We integrate blockchain technology with infrastructure, hardware, applications, and user uh, engagement. Um, so maybe, maybe why? Why we do that? So the primary issue we uh, we've identified. Um, is the absence of digital tools for communities to actively participate 
in the energy market. So um, this gap has allowed large corporations to dominate and control the energy landscape. To address this, we've taken the initiative that was actually two years ago to provide tools that empower individuals and communities to become active players in the energy sector. So our goal is to shift the focus from corporate dominance to a more inclusive community-driven model. And if you want, I can tell you how we how we did start with our uh, project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry on. Yeah, <laughs> the floor is yours. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. So we launched our journey in late twenty twenty one, combining solid, uh, solid IT expertise, blockchain experience, and the team of specialists from both. Uh, the blockchain and energy, energy sectors. Of course, not uh, everything at the same time because um, <laughs> that was lots of discussions um, with, for example, specialists who want to join to our product, etc. But this is this is normal. And uh, but at, at this time, uh, we initiated our venture by raising funds and then began the development of blockchain solutions and products, especially for the energy market. So after about six months, it's not a very long time, but after just six months, we started integrating the first real energy producers into our system. Uh, energy producers, this is someone who has uh, got, for example, the uh, PV panel on the roof, or this uh, PV uh, solar farm, uh, or uh, wind farm. But we started, we started with them. Uh, and then the bear market started. So I remember then we, uh, met together in Prague just after Luna exploded, but we were lucky we hadn't gone through uh, with our plant listing at that time. Instead, we decided to postpone and uh, postpone the listing uh, until a more optimistic period. So, which is uh, actually uh, just in front of us, I think. So, so reflecting uh, on the past two years, I believe we accomplished a very great deal. We've been building educating, executing, and preparing for today, for Friday days. Um, so I can say that today, today, our products are not just the theoretical concepts. They are commercially available, and we have real customers, of course, benefiting from them. So what we have available for, for customers? First thing is our Depping blockchain, which is built on Cosmos SDK with active inter-blockchain communication. Uh, it um, features uh, our native C4E token, and we have 75 active validators spread across 15 countries. Um, so this is this is one thing about about the blockchain from the energy perspective, we have a um, platform, energy billing platform, so which is our key component designed for energy trading companies and communities. We already have business customers utilizing our platform with several, several hundred installations connected. Uh, in the last year, we managed to process over 1.5 uh, megawatt hours of energy through our system. So this is, 
I treat it as a promising start, especially considering um, that our energy communities product only launches launched last uh, December uh, because there are two platforms. One platform is for uh, energy trading uh, companies and the other platform is for energy communities. So I can say that we are expecting to uh, handle significantly more this year, which is crucial uh, as it ties directly to the revenue we anticip uh, anticipate generating. Um, because this is our real, uh, real uh, revenue. Um, I can say that we are just uh, below $1 million revenue, but I hope this year will be, uh, will be bigger. Um, so 20, uh, 2023, last year, uh, was also a milestone uh, for us in collaboration. We, the, the biggest one, we participated in a project supported by uh, the BMW Foundation and developed the MVP for charging electric vehicles using our token and blockchain. So this in initiative led to the installation of our technology in a Polish city, uh, Minsk Mazowiecki, it's 50 kilometers from the capital city, uh, where we successfully conducted nearly 500 charging session, uh, sessions for various cars, uh, mostly Tesla, uh, of course. Um, yes, yeah, so can I? Sorry, so I can. I, if I just jump in there, so the main, so the main focus at the moment, obviously, because you're energy, your main focus is going to be with cars, with electric cars, I assume. Yes. Yeah. No, that's perfect. And what made you? What made you go with I, that sort of route? What made you um, pick out like car charging points specifically to start with, with everything else that's obviously out there in in the world? Yeah, um, there are a few things. Um, maybe let me explain. Uh, we are focused on actually two things, but uh, EV chargers uh, network is the biggest one uh, because uh, this is something new uh, which will be launched um, very soon, uh, I would say that. And this is strictly connected with blockchain and uh, people uh, at the beginning uh, will be able to charge electric cars using fiat. fiat and then uh, after some time, they will be able also uh, to charge uh, cars using uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, the other uh, thing is that uh, you will be able to put the charger uh, actually almost anywhere in the world. Uh, for example, in the UK, uh, put, you can uh, just buy the charger, uh, plug in into the, into the socket and then charge electric uh, car, for example, uh, for your neighbor. Uh, then uh, there will be some incent uh, token incentive uh, to do that. There will be some, um, we can say, passive income for you uh, possibility. And for the people who uh, want to charge their cars using our, our network, they will uh, pay just less. Um, so we uh, we'll say uh, much more about this in the following few weeks, I would say. So this is just uh, the little explanation. But the other thing, this is about cars, but the other thing is about uh, these two platforms for energy committees, energy trading companies, because uh, we have real customers already there. 
and we have the revenue, as I told you. Uh, so we need to uh, connect the other producers, the other consumers, the other companies, um, and maintain the whole uh, the whole platform uh, uh, in our system. So that's that's two uh, two things. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, and just to sort of just to wrap up quickly, um, when when is the uh, chain for energy token being listed? When can people uh, buy it? Because I know that you've got some airdrop phases going on at the moment that people can claim. But um, when when are you planning to list them on either Dexes or Sexes? And we'll wrap it up with sort of this to finish. If that's okay. Yeah. So, uh, Danny, actually, your question is a little bit different. Your question is uh, when Moon when Binance. <laughs> I think so. Uh, so, um, okay. So uh, I would say that um, on this Saturday, uh, our token will be possible to claim for Atom stakers. Uh, but th uh, this snapshot um, was taken uh, back in 2022. Um, but uh, this is not the end of that. Uh, we are planning a new airdrop campaign for users who stake uh, our partners' token uh, tokens. Uh, we'll be announcing the list of uh, these tokens in February. So consider this um, your first uh, alpha today. Um, that we are preparing something 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 special. But uh, you asked me about uh, listing time. Uh, we're making great uh, step uh, steps toward our listing day. We've already signed our first contracts with uh, exchanges and have integrated with them. So additionally, just before our token officially list, there will be an opportunity to purchase it through a private and public sale on a launchpad. So the moment we uh, we are waiting for that uh, for that is it's really very close. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you, Adam. And yeah, again, sorry, I mean, it almost feels like the space is a bit rushed, but it's because I just want people to know the basics and what they need to know, you know, because obviously I think some spaces can just rabble on for, for a while. So what we'll do is, again, we can um, have a space as soon. We can do a bit more of a deep dive into, into yeah, the yeah, project yeah. and everything. And yeah, enjoy the rest of your day and look forward to hearing um, news about Chain for Energy soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Perfect. Thank you. Enjoy your day. Right. Uh, next up, I have um, a bit song. I'm not actually sure which member is joining me. So if you'd like to just introduce yourself and give us a brief um, sort of yeah introduction on yourself. Hi, Danny. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly fine. Great. Cool. So I'm Yuli and I'm actually co-founder of Bitsung. Um, so yeah, uh, it's gonna be a little bit tough to <laughs> say everything in 15 minutes as uh, we we were in the space for quite a while now. Uh, but I'll try to stay uh, synthetic and uh, as short as possible, uh, also to allow you a couple of questions if you want. Uh, so Bitsung was conceived back in 2018 by the developer uh, Angelo, Angelo Reca, uh, and myself. 
uh, we were dealing so close with the music industry at that time. So we realized that while the digitalization of music has brought many benefits to the industry, uh, it's also created a new set of, uh, of issues around the ownership of the music, uh, attribution of royalties, copyrights, and, uh, and so and so. So we decided to join forces as we were already dealing with blockchain and cryptocurrencies uh, at that time and try building a fair environment for the music space based on blockchain. Uh, the initial intention was for Bitsync to become an Ethereum-based application because at that time uh, the, the only environment that was allowing you to build something uh, was Ethereum uh, and its mayor contracts. Uh, so to build an application where fans could stream music, uh, an artist could receive royalties directly uh, in real time. Um, the BTSG token, the fuel, uh, the gasoline of, uh, of the Bitsync ecosystem uh, was created on Ethereum actually as an RC20 and was at, uh, at market on Uniswap uh, initially. Um, however, after discovering Cosmos uh, and its ambition to become the Internet of Blockchains, uh, we immediately recognized the full potential of uh, becoming part of a multi-chain environment uh, and launching our own blockchain, uh, being able to customize it fully according to our vision. Uh, so yeah, we decided this back in 2019 and we migrated to Cosmos uh, con conceptually uh, in 2019, while in 2021 we launched the Bits and, uh, the Bits and Blockchain, the mainnet. Uh, based on Cosmos SDK. Um, we might have lost a bit in terms of deployment, of development, uh, because of this migration, right? Uh, but this is a marathon, it's not a rush, it's not a sprint, uh, right? Uh, in the meantime, Ethereum became much more standardized, uh, uh, while Cosmos is still an open yard, so sometimes you lose much more time when developing an application, as you might need components which are not standardized, uh, and you need to create them, right? Uh, but we have been in, on an unstoppable development spree since the launch of our mainnet. Uh, to date, we've deployed two major decentralized applications. Uh, as for the problem that we uh, have individuated back in 2018. Um, so, as I said, the primary problem in the current music industry uh, is inequitable the compensation for artists, right? With streaming platforms, uh, which are often providing minimal revenue, making it very challenging for musicians to earn fair income from from their work. There is a lack of transparency. There there is a very complex contract and royalty structures often uh, that leave artists in the dark about how their earnings are calculated and distributed, uh, right? Um, and there is also very very limited support for independent artists and uh, medium low artists. It's uh, kind of weird to call them that way, but this is how uh, the the industry the space. Uh, uh, used to do in the past. So independent musicians often lack access to resources, marketing, distribution channels, making it very, very challenging to gain visibility and succeed without uh, a major level backing, backing them. The solution, uh, the solutions, not the solution that uh, we introduce is a decentralized suite of services powered by our blockchain, right? Ensuring transparent and fair royalty distribution. Well, it was our dream since 2018, and we are realizing it step by step uh, with a with a huge step up uh, this year uh, with the launch of our uh, latest product, which is the Bitsong Studio. Uh, so through the use of fan tokens and NFTs, uh, we are having two major decentralized applications that we built on top of the, of the Bitsong blockchain. One is Symphonia, which is exploiting the potential of fan tokens. Fan tokens are uh, strictly related to, the, to an artist brand, right? So artists are tokenizing their brand uh, through fan tokens and NFTs which are used to tokenize the music, right? To tokenize the, the songs, the albums, and the playlists, and so and so, right? Um, so 
as I said, we have the Bitsong blockchain, which is one of our products. We have the BTSG, which is the fuel, is the utility token of the Bitsong network. Uh, it is used for governance. It is used into the decentralized application to buy fund tokens, to buy NFTs, and to any kind of transactions that you might want to to run into our ecosystem. Uh, then we have the bits and web wallet. When you uh, you can perform governance actions within the bits and network transfers and so and so Symfonia and the bits and studio, which is our main currently is our main focus, right? Because it introduces music NFTs, which are uh, changing the game, uh, even for us, uh, now that it's uh, it's live in mainnet. So it's built uh, on the Bitsong blockchain. Uh, it offers music NFTs, soon fan tokens too, because we are looking forward to migrate Symphonia into the uh, into the Bitsong studio, all right? So to exploit the fan tokens and NFTs together in the, in the same platform, all right? And... Uh, and yeah, so music NFTs on Bitsong Studio. Uh, this is what we've been working on for the whole, almost for the whole 2023. They are live. The Bitsong Studio is live. Already, twelve artists have launched their NFTs um, uh, as music NFTs on the platform. They are getting uh, royalties in real time. Um, we are having uh, a bit of a different approach to NFTs. People know NFTs. I'm pretty sure that in this space, people know NFTs. We're having a, a bit of a different approach because we are using the BS721. It's a simple math formula that is giving uh, to the NFT dynamism and, uh, and liquidity. So at the moment that a fan or uh, or a user is purchasing a music NFT of an artist. Is basically what he's basically doing is ensuring the liquidity of the NFTs, ensuring that uh, he's paying the royalties to the artist that has launched the NFT, and he's paying uh, a little protocol fee which goes directly into the community pool. Um, so yeah, uh, this is what we're working on. Uh, as I told you, six years of work are not easy to describe in <laughs> in ten minutes. But I leave you the space for one or two questions if you if you want. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, we can always uh, do a deeper dive um, at another time. But um, so, what are your so what are your plans for twenty twenty four? If you just want to maybe share some plans that you know going forward. Yeah, sure, of course. Uh, well, looking ahead to twenty twenty four, our vision is to transform the Bitsing Studio into the go to hub for the music NFTs. We're working on completing the streaming concept. We are starting to work uh, next week on the on the player. Right, you can now listen to music NFTs. All right, but you cannot create a playlist for now. You cannot uh, put them on sequence and uh, and so and so. So uh, with the streaming concept, the streaming concept with the related rewards and deploying it on the mainnet for production is one of our main focuses. The plan is to create a gamified environment for creators and their fans. Right, consolidating all operations related to their art in one single platform together with fan tokens. We're also working on smart accounts. Uh, so we aim to make uh, wallet access seamless via services like Google without the need for, uh, you know, uh, being worried that you can lose your seed phrase and so and so. It's an environment that is much more user-friendly, uh, a better and improved user experience for for fans. Uh, of course, security and privacy are paramount. Uh, we're encrypting, we're trying to encrypt uh, content running on the Bitsong decentralized applications, such as NFTs metadata, for example, uh, trying to make a partnership with the lead protocol to, to use their services to ensure that access to specific content uh, requires proper authorization. So enhancing 
also the security of the um, of the metadata. Um, we're currently testing also the integration of AI within the platform, right? Uh, the AI will focus more on the content, providing a 360-degree experience for creators. Uh, so from starting a track from a prompt to having access to exclusive sounds of voices uh, on Bitsung, uh, we're basically paving the way for creators to shape their their careers. The AI will serve as basically an assistant, right? Recognizing elements like voices used in a track and ensuring proper royalties uh, for uh, for the intellectual property owners, right? Creating a fair and transparent ecosystem. Uh, there is a lot. There is a lot under the pot, but these are the main focuses for two thousand. Yeah, no, that's great. Um... I don't know whether you maybe want to just explain to everyone uh, where they can find you and if they're an artist, if you can just briefly explain what the process is for them to um, come over and basically start on the, the bits on blockchain. Yeah, so uh, we have three three main features. Uh, if someone uh, is a validator, he's very, has very technical skills and wants to join the bits and governance, uh, there is the bits and blockchain. It's is having uh, a slot of 100 validators he can join in any moment uh, if he can stay in the active set of uh, validators uh, there is space for everyone for the governance then we have the uh, symphony um, with the fan tokens for uh, fans and users who wants to who want to uh, to join their uh, uh, favorite artist web three path, and there is the Beatsing Studio, uh, which is the last one I thought uh, I talked about. That it's very very simple to connect to. Uh, it uses Kepler and Leap wallet connections. Uh, I'm pretty much sure that people here in the space know what I'm talking about. Uh, they're all familiar with the Cosmos ecosystem, so it's just pushing a button, connect to the studio, and then they can, they can easily interact uh, with the studio. It's Beatsing that studio. Right for the Bitsong Studio and Symphony at that zone for Symphony. These are uh, our main decentralized applications. We also uh, enabled the referral system uh, last week, so uh, now fans and users can share the referral, uh, can share the royalties with the artist because artists decided to uh, to allocate a small portion of their royalties to people who refer other people. So you can find the link within your profile on the Bitsong Studio that you can share with your friends, and you can get royalties from the artist royalty set, right? It, it is quite simple to connect. You can do it from mobile also from the Leap Wallet application. You can use the, the smart browse, uh, the browser and the smart search, and from Kepler too. Uh, they enabled this, this option with a with a version two, right? So just from the browser of those applications, you can browse Bits and Dust Studio, and you can easily interact from mobile too. Yeah, that's perfect, amazing. So I think um, just to maybe wrap it up, do you want to just explain to people where they can go and get Bits on, what sexes, what uh, dexes have got it, etc., like that? And um, yeah, we can sort of wrap it up and finish it there for this first one. Yeah, as I said before, um, operating on the bits and applications or blockchain, uh, it requires BTSG, which is our utility token. Um, it is now available on Osmosis, a decentralized exchange. It is not available in any sex because it was uh, um, our in our vision uh, before it was uh, like unacceptable to to run the uh, to run the token decentralized exchange, which was going. Uh, against our vision, against our uh, blockchain bullish mentality, right? But we recognize the potential of centralized changes. They became very, very important. So we are dealing uh, 
uh, we are dealing with this to to get listed on centralized exchange very soon because it it became something uh, uh, not anymore about the vision but about the adoption right it's much more easy for users to get on board to get on boarded with a centralized exchange right so we're working on it and it's uh, it's coming soon too but for now only on osmosis we have pools there you can become a liquidity provider if you want um and yeah if you if you need btsg you can find it on osmosis perfect yeah no that's that's great um and obviously yeah thank you for coming on today it's been um an honor and we'll we'll stay in, in contact and we'll we'll do this again very soon yeah sure hopefully we can, we can do a dedicated one <laughs> yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. so thank, yeah perfect thank you right, so much enjoy Danny. the rest of your day and thank you very much you too thank you very much for having me awesome Cheers. take care right i am just going to accept kaku to come up so give us two secs we'll be joined by yield us now um just a little shout out to say it's nice to see some regular faces like brian bro nina tony terra spaces uh DeFi mickey lj um and everyone else who's listening um thanks for obviously being here today uh now i'm just waiting for where's he gone oh yeah kaku right perfect thank you for coming and joining today kaku if you just want to explain a little bit about yourself and, and give an intro and then we can talk about the project hey danny uh thanks for having me today my name is kaku and uh, i'm one of the co-founders of yieldmos um and we are i think that the, the fact that uh, when i looked at the other projects you're having uh on today we have at least pretty decent uh, relationships with the vast majority of them. And that's because Yieldmos is by and large uh, the glue uh, of the cosmos, right? We interconnect all of these different projects uh, in a way that is extremely unique. Uh, so uh, what, we, what we do, we would call ourselves the interchain asset automation platform. And uh, so, uh, a large part of our current focus, right? Because there's kind of the old version of what Yieldmos was, and that would be staking compounding uh, via Auth Z. So being able to do things non-custodially and allow you to uh, auto-compound your staking rewards, right? So Bitsong and Nolis are in here, right? You might have some uh, token staked to their blockchain. You could come to us and without un unbonding or anything like that, have us auto compound it for you. And it's kind of a, a great approach because you don't actually give us the tokens, you're giving us simple permissions to allow us to do it on your behalf, right? So you never have to worry like, oh, did Yieldmost give me my tokens? How do I, when I cancel my strategy, how long does it take for Yieldmost to return my token? There's no such thing because we never took your tokens we never had the risk of holding on to your tokens and so on and so forth, right? That was uh, kind of an early stepping stone. And we still do that, right? So if you uh, love Bitsong and you want to auto compound your Bitsong tokens, you're more than free to, you come. We even pay for the gas for you. So it's, uh, it's a beautiful system that, uh, yeah, has been a great stepping stone. Now, really what our focus is, uh, is about putting, uh, automation outposts on individual chains. So our first one that we did this for was Juno. So if you go over to Juno, we have a system that it's almost hard to describe because it's so unique for crypto, but you can go over to our app 
and automate your um, staking rewards or your um, like your rewards from like Window or uh, the White Whale satellite market that's on Juno, or you can do uh, automation of uh, like Juno DCAing. And we have uh, a number, I, I want to say it's like 12 different uh, actions that you can, can do. And you can split up any of your rewards in any sort of way. So maybe you want to take some and convert them to USDC and send them to your cold wallet. Maybe you want to take some of your rewards that maybe 25% and perform some other action to them. Maybe you want to uh, play gelato lotteries. I know gelato will be here later today. Um, right? You could do all sorts of things. You could donate on Spark IBC and so on and so forth. Uh, so 12, 12 different actions. Some of them are more DeFi focused. Some of them are just, you know, staking to a DAO that you might love. I love Signal DAO a lot, right? So that's part of what I do with my staking rewards is like some percent goes there. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, our like, we, we have two more outposts that are coming soon, right? The most uh, uh, pertinent one or the, the most uh, quickly approaching one would be osmosis. Uh, so anyone who's on Osmosis uh, or any projects on Osmosis have probably heard from me and I've probably had a call with you to talk about, oh, how can we enable users that want to automate stuff on Osmosis? How can we get them to interact with your project? Is that uh, paying back their loans when their ratios get you know too, too far down? Or is it staking to your DAO on Osmosis? Or is it just, you know? Uh, whatever, you know, every project is relatively unique. Uh, so that code for the Osmosis Outpost is actually uh, about to uh, head out to Oak to get audited. So um, that Outpost is the next one that we have coming out. And we also have a whole bunch of work that's been done on a Miglu one uh, for the White Whale Miglu chain. So incredibly excited about those and and i expect that we will have many more outposts coming after that uh depending on where the demand is and and which chains have stuff to automate uh that that the users really need help managing um right and and some of that you you can see uh in like applying we've done the same automation options to doubt out treasuries is something that we've started to do um and then I think like the last kind of thing that is like really high priority for us at the moment is uh, upgrading like the, like I was saying, our first like stepping stone was doing just the staking auto compounding. We're also heavily working on taking all these chains that we don't even put outposts on, but letting you um, take some of your staking rewards, move them to another chain and stake them there, right? So we have a grant from AA DAO. So if you want to go from, your let's say Chihuahua staking rewards and take half of those and stake them as Adam, you will be able to sooner than later come to us and have us automate that for you. Still using all the same non-custodial tech that we use for our outposts and our old functionality. Um, so yeah, that I mean that is we've we've been busy at work and on on all that stuff. Yeah, no, I agree. Um... And yeah, we can talk a little bit more about the updates and what you're doing with the chain, et cetera, in a little while. Um, but I just want to sort of take it back a little bit. And can you just sort of, can you explain, so just say I'm a new user, I come to Yield Moss. Can you just explain to people the process of 
um, how they can restake and, and sort of the features that you've got on your platform for users to use already? Yeah, so I mean, it's it's pretty simple. We have a whole bunch of wallet integration. So kind of whatever wallet you have, even if it's um, MetaMask, right? We have even options for MetaMask. You come, you can uh, stake your tokens, right? So it, you'll, you'll look through and you'll see, I know Plank is here. Uh, you know, if you're very interested in Plank, you could come to Yieldmost. You connect your wallet, whether that be Kepler or Leap or MetaMask, and you can um, pick out, you know, Plank has uh, kind of our old style staking auto compounding, and it will guide you through uh, staking additional tokens if you want to do that. Uh, and then it will ask kind of, how do you want to auto compound these? Do you want all of your rewards to go back to the same validators? Do you want to split it up so that it only goes back to one? Uh, do you want to keep some of your funds just liquid in your wallet? I, I mean, I've definitely done that where I say, okay, I want half of my rewards just to stay liquid in my pocket and then half of them to go to the single validator. And, uh, you know, then you'll just issue the Auth Z grant in your wallet. And that's, that's kind of the magic that lets us do uh, the automation for you without us actually uh, having the token. So the when you go to confirm nowhere in the modal will it say uh send yield most this many plank it'll just say these are the grants we want you to sign uh cool and those would be like delegation and withdraw delegated rewards grant so uh it's an incredibly simple process and uh the outpost like the juno one that we have active is really not much more complicated you're going to pick your own strategy and then we dynamically compute more complicated but still the most minimal that we can off Z grants. So the same things apply. Like if you are, if, if we are doing that, uh, if we're taking, let's say half your staking rewards, converting them to USDC and then sending them to your cold wallet, you're going to wind up getting a list of Auth Z grants for that, like a permission for us to have you swap your funds through the uh, multi-hop and then uh, send authorization for us to be able to send funds from your wallet directly to the uh, your cold wallet and to nobody else, right? So uh, we've taken huge efforts to make sure that we make these permissions as limited as possible so that we don't have risk, you don't have exposure. Um, so there's, I mean, there's always risk, but minimizing it is uh, in everybody's favor. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for explaining that. It's just in case anyone new comes and they want to go and restake, um, because like you totally. say, I mean, that's, I think that's the difference between sort of APR and APY is the fact that APY is actually showing you a compounded yield rather than a, an annual sort of percentage rate and, and things like that, which is great. Um, but moving on, um, obviously, you were talking about outposts and, and putting outposts in places, but you are, you, you are launching your own chain, if I'm right. Um, is, can you explain a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, so, I mean, this is a super easy one to explain. The development of the chain has been totally paused. And so the, the, the whole reason why, you know, I, I have all these um, like big updates about the outposts and like the being able to stake across multiple chains, uh, why we have all those updates is because we've taken a step back from the chain and put our engineering efforts totally into the features that we understand are most valuable for users today. Uh, well, the chain itself may come back at some point. Uh, development may return. 
But for now, I think it's been great just to focus on our DAP and, and making that as good as possible. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, I've got one of your yield Moss NFT. Uh, yeah, I've got one of your NFTs. So I'm like, when when drop? You know, it's like being a yeah member. Um, but no, yeah. Do you, sure. I mean, is there anything? Is, are there any updates? Um, do you want to just explain any more updates uh, that are coming, or any alpha that you can share with everyone? Yeah, I mean, you know, like as you mentioned, when drop? Like, uh, I think we have exciting updates there, where like the kind of initial phase of like the token has gone out to like the core team members. So the token exists now. And one of our next steps is getting the claim drop out and getting it all prepared. And uh, so really it's all been a matter of prioritization. And, and I think the team has all agreed that like getting the Osmosis Outpost out, getting the Migaloo one out and getting uh, funds into the treasury makes it even more impactful when the uh, actual airdrop occurs. So uh, I think all of this is like super, super bullish for the project in general and when the airdrop comes. So um, yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. So um, obviously if you're stepping back with the chain, like you say, obviously normally the token um, sort of fuels the chain and things like that. So I assume you're going to launch a token, but I assume you're going to do it for a DAO system. Yes, exactly. So it, it already exists. If you go look on uh, DowDow, there's a Yieldmost DAO, there's a Ymost token. So we're in the early stages of, of just getting that set up and getting it um, kind of uh, distributed in like the kind of initial, initial setting. And then, uh, you know, the airdrop phases will, will commence from there. Uh, and so I think we have some, some really exciting ideas around utility for the token, right? Of course, it'll be used for governance of Yieldmost, but uh, we have some other things in mind that, you know, DAO willing will will go into effect uh, as, as that part of things ramp up more. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, I mean, if anyone's got any questions, if they want to um, request and, and they can come up and ask a question uh, or anything like that. But um, yeah, so I mean... Obviously, the plan is to get the outposts um, put out there. But obviously, because you're, um, you're not with your main account, where can people find you? Where can they find your socials um, and things like that? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, uh, yieldmost.com uh, is, our, is our app, but our Twitter is at yieldmost. We have a Discord. We have a Telegram. Um, we are incredibly easy to find. Um, so, yeah, please please come. We have... We have uh, giveaway that we wind up doing we have the friday quizzes that go on like we have a we have a really great community and uh very welcoming so um i would encourage anyone to, to uh, like follow us on twitter and 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 uh get the updates yeah no that's great thank you um i don't think we have anyone who wants to ask any questions. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we can probably wrap it up there. Um, unless Agreed. there is, is there anything that you feel that you've missed out? No, I mean, I think that that's great. Thank you for having me on and uh, big ups to the other amazing projects that are getting the chance to speak today. Uh, I'm a fan of almost, almost every single one. And, and maybe after I hear the other ones talk, maybe I'll, I'll be a fan of, of the others too. Um, so yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, awesome. No, always a pleasure. Thank you for coming on as well. Um, perfect. Right, next. Um, right, I can see Cosmos Hoss. Hello, mate. <laughs> Good to see you here. I'm just waiting for 
uh, tongue, I think it is. Um, so just give me two seconds and I'll find out where he is. Right, he's just loading up. Apologies. I think there was a little bit of a mix-up uh, with the time. So just give me two seconds. Ah, here we go. Perfect. Lovely. Right, now, perfect. Yeah, it's, it's all good, Hoss. No, no sad faces now. Tongue's here. Um, right, welcome. Uh, yeah, welcome to, to, to today's space. Uh, am I pronouncing your name right, Tongue? Yes, uh, you got it right. Perfect. There we go. Right. If you um, if you want to just sort of introduce yourself um, and give us a little bit of a background and then we can crack on with what the project is. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, excited to be here. And uh, thanks, uh, Danny, uh, for organizing this. Um, I'm Tung Do and I'm um, <clears throat> currently a head of sales and business development at Chain Labs. Um, and um, many of you probably have heard of Ori Chain. Um, we're, we're on layer one, beyond Cosmos. We've been around for a long time now. Um, and uh, AI Ride is uh, kind of like a, a, a sister project of Ori Chain. Um, it's, it's, it's been around since 2021. Um, but recently, we had a major overhaul uh, and kind of revamp. Um, you know, with tokenomics features uh, and the community really like it. Uh, it's getting good sentiment right now. Um, so excited to, you know, have you guys all learn more about it. Yeah, no, that's great. And uh, yeah, looking forward to learning more about it. I didn't realize that you had been around since 2021. So it just shows how how quickly this space is sort of expanding. Um, so, yeah, if you just want to explain now sort of what the what the project is and the benefits and we can move on to sort of updates and things like that after yeah sure um so uh in essence uh, ai right is an nft marketplace and what sets it apart from many other nft marketplaces out there is that it has an ai angle to it um we have integrated many different um premium ai models into ai right right so you can come in uh, and create your uh, your photos, uh, your artworks, and even your collection using a, a variety of AI models that we that we have. And from then, uh, you you can mint it, you can uh, you can buy it, sell, uh, and you know um, the whole nine yard, right? Um, also, we uh, as a company, we have also found um, uh, a pen right uh for the creation and transfer of on-chain copyright uh for ai generated uh nfts All right so that's that's another competitive advantage that we have um that is to ensure that if you create an nft uh with ai right using our model um then we have a, a mechanism to ensure that uh, they are well copyrighted. Right? if uh, other people try to copy it and sell it in some other marketplace that we support uh, then we can flag it. Um, so uh, I think that would go well with the um, the current message in the AI world, right? Um, you know, there, there are a lot of AI models, AI content right now. Uh, and a hot topic is, okay, like how is the copyright uh, angle handled, right? So we want to be uh, kind of like a, the technology partner, uh, you know, an informational layer. Uh, to help uh, frame that message clearer, uh, which I believe you know is uh, ultimately good for AI development uh, for the whole space. 
Um, so yeah, um, that's that's the new and revamped AI rights feature. Um, we have an exciting roadmap uh, for this year. Um, you know, uh, the IRE token is the uh, kind of the the governance token of AI right, right? Um, and for this year, we will add a lot more utilities to it. Um, our community has been asking for it. Uh, I've been asking questions about it. So we we want to, you know, uh, respond um, promptly uh, and in the right way. Um, we will introduce uh, lock staking, right? Uh, for uh, people who want to use premium models, um, people can uh, stake IRI, um, earn uh, obviously more IRI, uh, but at the same time, more credits to use premium model. Uh, and also a couple of um, other loyalty bonus uh, that can be found on the platform. Um, also, we will introduce burning, right? So, which uh, will make the IRI token a lot more deflationary. Um, we currently have a kind of a subscription um, to invite Web2 users to come in and use our model, right? Because, you know, we, um, we are not just a Web3 company, we are an AI company too. So, uh, we want to kind of give uh, everyone, right? Not just Web3 folks like us, but um, also, you know, people who are not well-versed with, you know, crypto to be able to use AI models, right? So we have that subscription layer, uh, but all of the subscription fees will be used to to burn uh, off the IRI that are on exchanges. Uh, so hopefully that will create a, a deflationary nature um, uh, and, you know, get the uh, the community really excited. Um, on top of that, you know, like we will add a lot more AI models, templates um, that, you know, uh, with the goal of um, really making the user experience friendly and easy for everyone. Uh, we will expand verified creators and NFT collections uh, with the hopes of, um, you know, making the, the NFT collections that you created uh, viral uh, on social media. Um, and, you know, going forward, um, you know, from the second half of 2024 and on, uh, we will uh, possibly have uh, an NFT focus uh, large language model, right? So you can come in, ask, okay, what NFT is hot right now? If I want this style, um, then what AI model should I use? And things like that, right? Um, hopefully that will create uh, a good message um, that can drive even more users to AI, right? Um, we will possibly add multi-chain payment support as well, right? So not just IRI and ORI, but possibly Ethereum, uh, Sol Solana will be supported as well. Um, so I've been talking a lot. Um, interested to know if there's any questions um, that you guys have on AI, right? Yeah, no, I'll, if I just jump in. Um, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's nice to hear that you're focusing on not just Web3 retail, that you are focusing on other people. But what I wanted to ask is, um, what's, so if I'm a new user uh, and I come to AI Right, what's the process? How do, I, how do I get onto the site? And what's the process with uh, using the site and the benefits uh, for a user on the site? Yeah, so if you come in, um, you can create an account either using O-Wallet, right, if you're familiar with uh, Origin Wallet, um, or you can just use your email, right? Uh, we have built a process um, to seamlessly help you create uh, an account, uh, a wallet for yourself uh, using just an email address. 
Um, and from there, you know, um, we give you some free credits in, in the beginning to use some of our premium models like DALI. Um, so you can feel free to do that. Um, all of these stable diffusion models um, and, and um, LoRa's are free to use. We have uh, recently added SDXL um, and we have good feedbacks from the community um, for, you know, like profile picture style uh, generation. Um, so yeah, all uh, stable diffusion models are free. Uh, you can use that. Uh, if you want to, you know, get more credits to use DALI, uh, then you can um, purchase it using one of the subscription uh, tiers that, that we have. Uh, and again, you know, next month we will roll out uh, the lock staking as well, right? So um, um, holders of the IRE token can have the opportunity of using these premium models as well. Um, so and and from from there, you know, you you can use the model to generate collections, artworks. Um, you don't have to mint it, um, but there's uh, there's an option. There's a free mint right now, right? So if you mint um, on AI, uh, on AI, on AI right, um, then there's there's no minting free right now. Um, we are running like a you know a promotional period uh, for people to come in uh, and kind of showcase um, their collection via minting. Um, so that's very exciting. Uh, we encourage everybody to come in, um, you know, create a free account and, uh, you know, have fun. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, if anyone's got any questions, if you if you want to just uh, request to come up and speak or anything, then we can get you up here and ask any questions. But you mentioned something about a complete tokenomics uh, overhaul. Um, do you want to just maybe explain a little bit more in detail about what, what has changed um, from previously? Yeah, so uh, previously the IRE token uh, was just primarily used for farming, uh, you know, like providing liquidity um, and um, as a, you know, payment option for NFT. And as everybody here uh, kind of knows, the NFT marketplace has been, uh, you know, trending down a little bit from the high of 2021. Um, so that creates some, you know, downward pressure on uh, the IRE token. Uh, but recently uh, we an internal discussion and you know also consulted our community uh and we agree that uh now is the time to expand the utility of the ivory token a little bit uh to be more than just uh you know a marketplace a transaction token that's why we added lock staking we added burning um you know uh, and possibly governance as well right um uh, the ori chain foundation uh in as some of you may know is um, really thinking about uh, empowering the community, right? Really investing into uh, the DAO aspect, right? In, in to make sure that people really have their say uh, in the development of the chain. And uh, you know, IRE as a as a sister project of our chain will also adopt that approach, right? We all we will also have a DAO, um, you know, giving the IRE holders the opportunity. To have a say, yeah, in the development of the of uh, of the project as well. Yeah, no, that's great, perfect. Um, just a sort of personal question from me. Uh, do you have a, a mobile app, or are you plan to integrate like a mobile app so that you've got your own? Yeah, so that people can obviously just download an app on their mobile and eventually go onto the marketplace. Uh, yes, yes, that's definitely in the works right now. Um, we are actually uh, designing and creating a wireframe for it as we speak. Um, you know, uh, is is uh, concurrently with all the development, adding new AI models. Um, so it's expected to be 
maybe maybe later in the year. Uh, I hope for it to be done uh, maybe in Q3 of this year. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you. So there we go. That's something else bullish, bullish yep. to look for at the end of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I think we can probably, it doesn't look like anyone's really got any questions, um, so we can probably wrap it up in a minute. Um, so do you want to just explain to everyone where they can find you uh, on your socials and everything? Um, and if there is anything that you feel we've missed out, to just chuck it in um, whenever. Um, yeah, sure. So, you know, uh, feel free to, to visit us. Uh, our website is AI right. Uh, dot io you know ai right right and you know turning right ai right.io um or of our social medias uh can be found on the site as well uh we have an active community uh, on twitter uh and uh, on discord um and also telegram obviously uh and you can also find me personally um you know uh, on on twitter so um looking forward to to connect with everyone yeah, no, that's great, and um, yeah, it's been a it's been a pleasure having you on and sort of learning all the basics about AI, right, everything like that. We can get you on again in the future. Um, we can do more of a deep dive, um, you know, once you've done some more updates, uh, things like that. So yeah, just want yep. to thank you um, and and hope everything goes well for the, for the rest of the year. <clears throat> all right, all right, thanks, thanks a lot, Danny, for for organising this. Yeah, no, it's been a pleasure, um, definitely. And enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll definitely, yeah, jump on another one soon and we can update everyone, everything like that. Um, that's Thank perfect. You. Right. Yeah, perfect. I will get Fraser up here. I think that's the, the culprit next who's coming up. I call him a culprit because he's British, so I can I can give him a bit of crap. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, yeah, right, perfect. Thanks for coming on, Fraser. Um, Fraser's with Check D. So if you just want to introduce yourself and give us a bit of a background, that'd be great. Thank you. And I'm going to crack on with the project. Cool. Uh, thanks, Danny. Yeah, thanks for thanks for setting this up. Um, it's really cool to see so many projects on this. And I think it was, I can't remember who it was from previous projects saying he was fans of pretty much everything. Um, curious on which ones he wasn't a fan of. So, so maybe there's a chance to make this spicy in the future. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Fraser, uh, CEO at Checked. Um, so we're building self-sovereign ID on Cosmos, specifically specifically uh, privacy-preserving payments for data. Uh, we're also doing some work on decentralized reputation through a thing called creds at creds.xyz, which I'll probably get onto in, in a second as well. Um, in terms of background before this, was working uh, as a tech consultant done some work on CDBCs for anyone who's terrified of them, um, specifically cross-blockchain payments and uh, kind of architecting them, but doing so in a private way. Um, and also working with a couple of governments on decentralized ID for international travel. So a bit of a jack of all trades, but uh, yeah, here repping creds and checked. So yeah, Danny, where do you want me to start? Yeah, no, that's perfect. Just thank you for the background. It just gives everyone sort of a basic overview of you know your history and things like that. Um, well, just start with just what what is what is Check D? What are what is the project itself? Yeah, absolutely. So it's probably worth splitting these into like three layers because that's probably how we're thinking of things at the moment. So um, you've got Checked, which is the base layer, um, or Check D, as as those in a few countries, including Danny, describe it or pronounce it. Um, but yeah, Checked is Checked is the ledger layer. Um, it's a Cosmos layer one. Similar to, I think, a ride chain. We've been around since 2021. 
literally just snuck in at the end of the last, uh, like the end of last bull run, and then obviously built through pretty brutal bear and winter. Um, and it's it's very much focused on privacy preserving payments for decentralized ID, which I'll come back to in a second. We've then got a load of software as a service APIs running across the top. So just some super simple APIs that and kind of yeah, REST APIs that devs can use that you don't need to worry about SDKs, you don't need to worry about the language you're writing in. Uh, just really easy service to pick up and get going and issue, verify, monetize credentials or data. And then creds, which is probably the latest thing that we've been building, which is uh, a wallet uh, for holding credentials in, um, but also a no-code platform for issuing, again, verifying, monetizing credentials um, so that you don't need to be technical to interact with these things. Um, probably my big complaint about self-sovereign or decentralized idea over the past few years is it is way too technical for most people to get involved in. Um, and you typically need like quite a heavy developer mindset. And so we've been basically fighting against that so that anyone can go into the studio, uh, which is studio.creds.xyz, and you can get issuing credentials probably inside three minutes. Uh, super simple. And yeah, plenty of roadmap items to come. So um, yeah, Danny, I can start off with any of those layers. Where do you want me to go? Um, well, yeah, I mean, you can start where you want, but realistically, can you just sort of get, say sort of where, um, sorry, what are the benefits for users and why um, why, why do we need sort of uh, check or check the? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so really our, our big focus is on decentralized or self-sovereign ID. So if anyone hasn't come across that concept before, it's the idea that you should own or least control your, your own data. And that could be anything from your passport to driving license to your gym membership to receipts to pretty much anything about you, including things like preferences or whether the fact that you've got a Spotify premium account um, and what you listen to. So all of that data should be yours, um, and especially things like your social graph. Um, and so really our focus is on getting that data back under your control and doing that through those three layers that we built out. So checks checked as a network, its primary focus is on that payments for that data. So what that means is you get to own and control that data. And whenever it moves around, we basically make sure that there are privacy preserving payments that surround that to make the whole space viable. So where this came from is myself and Anker, my co-founder and CTO, um, we were basically tech consultants building out sole sovereign ID solutions for clients in corporate and web two. And every single time we'd show someone, they'd be like, this looks awesome. This looks super, super cool. Uh, how does the money work again? And basically at that time we didn't have an answer and we didn't have an answer for like six months. And in true entrepreneurship fashion, we're eventually like, okay, we're going to have to go and solve this ourselves. So what we basically built is all of the data for us moves off ledger. So um, no one can be going snooping up on it. It's basically between you and whoever you share it to. And probably the best example of that is using creds. So in the creds wallet, you can log in using Google, Telegram, Discord, email, um, whichever of those you prefer. You can collect credentials from different projects. Um, so there's a bunch of them on there. And then you can share different credentials to different people. Uh, the cool thing about it is all of that data is yours. It's like 
completely under your control and you can share it to whoever you want. Um, and if you share different things to different people, um, they've got no way of correlating you unless you literally share your name down one of these channels. Um, so it means that it's super private. You get complete control. Um, and under the hood, we then make sure that all the kind of monetary incentives and value actually works out. And the whole thesis ultimately behind this is that if you're issuing, if you have personal data about people, we can make it financially viable for that company to give that data back to individuals and they can still make revenue. The user can still get value and get revenue off it, but the data is now under their control rather than locked away in a silo. Um, and probably a couple of bits and pieces worth mentioning at the network layer. So we uh, obviously Cosmos layer one, um, we have basically burns on the network already. So every time an ident like a decentralized idea is created for a company, um, we burn a set number of tokens off the network. Every time there is an update to a schema, a credential definition, a revocation registry, um, all of that basically burns tokens off the network. And over the coming months, so we're about to upgrade to 47.x, so that family for Cosmos SDK. What that means is some work that we've been doing with uh, Vectis DAO and NimLab, um, that will allow off-chain credentials to be bought, brought on-chain uh, to basically any chain that has Cosmosm. And so what we can start bringing on is things like off-chain credit scores, off-chain like roles into DAO voting, potentially reusable KYC if anyone's got an appetite for it. Um, but also, and then allow basically all of these things to move around via IBC or going into smart contracts for like, say, permissioned lending or permissioned DeFi pools. So potentially we could have a scenario where you can optimize a collateral ratio for someone based on their collective like credit score that they have. Um, a few other bits and pieces that we've got going on over the next couple of months, uh, the network layer. So I think there's a plan to get Skip's uh, MEV module in, um, so start capturing that vertical revenue. Um, we'll also be putting in, I don't, hopefully we'll get it in in Q2, is an EIP uh, 15559-style burn on basically payments across the network and sends because the focus on our network is very much identity payments. So we want to make sure that we're taking a percentage of that value and making sure that we kind of put that value back into the protocol um, and burning tokens off the network to do so. And uh, I'm just getting nudged in the background that my background's super, super noisy. So I'm going to try and go get myself somewhere quiet in the, in the meantime. Um, but uh, what's the final bit that we've got going on? And I think that's mostly everything at the ledger layer. And then... Yeah, if, if I just jump in quickly. So uh, so essentially, all the credentials will be things like your CV, your, either your passport, your uh, driving license, things like that that you can upload. But you were saying about, um, so are you basically allowing people, you can have it private, but then you can sell your own data and monetize your own data. Okay. Is that essentially what you can do as well? Exactly. Um, and you can do it repeatedly for whatever data you collect. So, um, yeah, it, it could be pretty much anything from your CV, your driving license, like university degrees. Um, one project we're doing at the moment is reusable KYC. So the ability to have that as a credential that you could just reuse across exchanges in a way that you don't have to go through that process multiple times. 
but really it can be anything. Um, and the idea is you can combine it with whatever other credentials are relevant, whatever data is relevant, um, and do so still in a privacy-preserving way. So there's no scenario where like you expose one thing to one person and then suddenly the whole world sees it. So it's very different to the like on-chain NFT model. Like if you send a credential to someone, they don't get access, they don't get visibility of what else is in your wallet at all. So super privacy preserving, but still with like the money flowing around it, which is um yeah, why we're all interested. Yeah, so it's basically encrypted, like each individual bit of data that you want to send is encrypted to that person. No one else can see it, only that person can see it. Exactly. And I can see, I think, Matt and Eduardo on the call. So if they ping in like a couple of example, um, like shares from creds, we can demonstrate it pretty quickly where, yeah, if you click on two different links, you've got nothing to correlate the individual aside from the fact that they've sent it from the same Twitter account. Um, so yeah, super privacy preserving while still being like uh, trustworthy, you know where the data's cut from and you know that it's accurate as well. Yeah, no, that's perfect. So, what, um, so what sort of what's happened recently? What what updates are coming? Um, and things like that. Ah, uh, so I'll I'll repeat the on-chain stuff in case the 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 uh, audio background was pretty rough. So, um, we were about to upgrade to forty-seven dot X. What that means is, um, we've been doing some work with Vectors down NimLab on bringing off-chain credentials on-chain. And that will allow them to be used on pretty much any, I think, any Cosmos network that's running Cosmosm. And what it will mean is we could bring on things like um, credit scores for, for like optimized lending. We could have reusable KYC in case you wanted permission pools. You could also have them for like permission pools for corporates in case you wanted ones where, or like pools where you could know counterparty liability. Um, or you, you could potentially have off-ledger roles that you then bring on ledger for say DAO voting but not having to do it based on like doxed wallets you could do it basically just completely anonymously so entirely separate um we're likely i'd hope in q q1 or q2 to get skips mev module on so start a start taking that in as protocol revenue and putting in an EIP 1559 like Ethereum style burn on the network as well for any transaction. So obviously one of the big focuses for us is like everything on our network really, really should be tied back to identity some kind of way. And obviously there's like governance and staking. So it's taking more of that value flow for identity transactions as they go across the network and burning tokens off the network as, as a result. Um, and we're also looking into enabling payment in things like Noble USDC, but also pretty much any other Cosmos token. And then as an extension, doing fee abstraction as part of that. So it'll be resolved to check under the hood and burnt off the network, but you'd be able to pay fees and pretty much anything else. And I think that basically takes us through to like Q2 on the network. Um, and then some cool stuff that's going on in creds. Um, so we're about to have like the studio opened up maybe last week or the week a week ago. So anyone can go in now and start issuing credentials probably within three minutes. It's super, super quick, super easy. Um, but what we're about to open up is a set of APIs. So anyone can start doing this programmatically in a bit more detail. Uh, a bit like higher volume, um, but we're also going to have analytics. So be able to measure what you've issued to who, how, like what was the timeline and start getting insights onto like who do you actually want to attract into your community? 
Um, I had a great, it was a great quote in, in an event in London from, I think it was like Devrel at Celestia. And he was talking about how um, obviously the uh, Celestia airdrop was chunky and it attracted a load of devs over. But obviously a lot of it just went to people who just flipped it and just got out immediately. And how much better would it have been to incentivize those devs even further rather than like having some of it just go straight onto exchanges. So enabling that kind of thing in creds. Um, but also then going on to um, quests, campaigns, and also on-chain activity credentials. So if you're like an expert trader in, let's say, Injective, be able to prove that without doxing your wallets, be able to prove that you're a whale in something without doxing your wallets, all that kind of stuff. So I think the aim is all of that is going to be hopefully somewhere in Q2. Um, so it's going to be a busy first half of the year, and then we've got some stuff planned for later on. But yeah, that's just the first half. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, can you maybe explain a little bit about the check token and the tokenomics? Like, how, how what's the utility behind the token? Yeah, absolutely. So every time you create a an organizational identifier on the network, that basically burns off tokens. So anyone who creates an organization, say through Creds or one of our partners basically burn some tokens off the network to do so. Um, similarly, if you're creating a credential definition, which is like a data schema, um, again, burns tokens off the network. If you update a thing called a revocation registry, which defines whether a credential is revoked or not, again, burns tokens off the network. So like, whilst there's inflation going on, we're also like burning tokens off. And that's also why we'll be putting that EIP um one five five nine star burn in this year is <clears throat> again to counteract that that kind of inflation over time um and what are the other bits and oh, sorry the main bit it's also used for payments so the ability to set like if you issue data you can set a price for someone to like collect that data but you can also set a price for them to verify it in the future or reuse it in the future um, and so what that means is like if you say issue a kyc credential you can set a price so that every single time it's used there's a flow back either to the user or back to whoever issued it in the first place so there's a mix of like burns going on the network and also kind of payments and then like i was saying we'll be ideally putting in that kind of additional burn hopefully in like Q2 this year. Um, and what that should mean is, yeah, again, fight like battering down inflation or based on identity utility, as well as the usual like staking and voting stuff. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you. Um, does I mean, does anyone in the audience have any questions? If anyone wants to request and come up and ask any questions, um, is I mean, is there anything that you feel you've left out or anything um i can't i can't see plan foundation so we can carry on for a little bit <laughs> explain in depth some other parts cool um i think probably the biggest thing is myself and ross uh from our team and actually one of our board members um will all be at east denver um as of i guess like a week on sunday uh, or we'll be around all week. So if anyone's in Denver wants to just chat identity or privacy or credentials or just generally have a beer, um, like basically come and find us. Uh, just hit us up on Twitter or Telegram. Uh, get in touch with our team, our community managers, um, and see Matt on the call as well. Um, just drop us a note. Um, come find us. We'd be more than happy to chat. And uh, 
hopefully see everyone there. And probably the final bit would be, uh, yeah, the studio, like anyone, anyone as a user can just head to like app.creds.xyz and go and have a play around, start collecting credentials, see what good self-sovereign decentralized ID looks like. Um, but if you are, say, an organization or a project and you want to find out who your super fans are in your community or protect your community from scams and fraudsters and people presented to be exchanges or mods also get in touch because like one of the things that we i think hopefully in the next few days we'll release a video on is being able to verify people's roles and the companies that they work for within telegram without having to leave at all so you can basically get rid of all the scams from like fake ambassadors or fake mods and people pretend to be exchanges um, that's our hope at least. So yeah, watch this space and go and have a play around is probably the final message. Oh, and uh, Danny, if you're still chatting, you're on mute. Sorry, guys. I've just been speaking with my mute, uh, with my mic muted. Um, <laughs> are you still there, Fraser? Yeah, yeah, still there. Yeah, yeah, I, was sorry, yeah, I thought I'd been rogged. Yeah, no, I was, I was talking with my mic mute, like an absolute, yeah, I won't say the word. But yeah, no, I was just going to say, if you want to... Um, just tell everyone sort of your socials, where they can find you and where the token is listed, where they can find the token. Yeah, absolutely. So um, websites, chefud.io. Um, obviously, you've got, actually, if you look basically at the road down on Twitter, you've got check.io on, on Twitter. You've got creds on there as well. Um, if you head to yeah creds.xyz, you'll get kind of pretty clear access to both the app and uh, the studio side, depending on which one you go want to go play with. Um, where we're listed, so on things Osmosis, Uniswap, Gate, MEXC, Bitmart, L Bank, I think. Uh, and actually, um, Kajira Finn. Uh, shout out to the Kajira team. They were and Mantadel, super professional, very very efficient, lovely guys, and. Uh, yeah, testament to why they're doing so well is they're like how open they are with the community. So, yeah, massive shout out to those guys. Yeah, no, perfect. Thank you, Fraser. And uh, thanks for coming on today, planning everything. And obviously we can do this again in the future and, and sort of see where you're at, what other updates have happened and, and go from there. Absolutely. Thanks, Danny. And uh, yeah, sorry if we've got a bit long. But thanks No, again. no, no, it's, it's fine. Plan, um, Plan Foundation haven't turned up. So, and I'm not sure whether they can see my message or not. All right, wait, give me two seconds. They've just spotted it. <laughs> uh, where are they? Sorry, guys, I'll be mumbling. I'm just waiting for them to come. They've seen the message. Right, I can't see them. Oh, well, right. Well, I might as well talk about something else for now. So, as I'm on the. Uh, cosmos pug page if none of you have actually checked out the cosmos pug page uh it's a really good cosmos page for keeping track of like airdrops um things like that they've got tools to check out the charts um sort of compound calculators things like that um and maybe if i just go through some of the confirmed airdrops that are coming to cosmos um, oh, here we go. No plan have turned up. Let me let me get them up instead. You don't want to hear me mumble on about airdrops. I think we hear enough about that online all day. Hey, yes, yes. Good to have you. Um, sorry to distract whatever you were doing. 
Oh, I am so sorry. I I was having dinner and I completely forgot about it. I must yeah, have been no, very That's absolutely fine. Luckily, Fraser was before you and Fra- Fraser, Fraser can talk, can't you, Fraser? <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. But yeah, well, no, perfect. Right, let's, well, let's, let's get on with it. Um, if you want to just quickly do an introduction of yourself and then we can talk about um, what, what the project is. Yeah, of course. So my name is Tom. I am the community and marketing manager over at Blank Network. Um, nothing really special about me. Been in crypto for like three years. Uh, <laughs> lost everything uh, when Terra collapsed because I thought it was a good idea to buy Juno at forty-five. Um, but hey, uh, was a, a lesson. Um, and yeah, uh, so I represent Blank Network. Blank Network is a layer one EVM chain in the cosmos. And what we do is we focus on uh, mobile uh, development of mobile applications for crypto. So we are a layer one that believes that in the in in the future everything will be on on your mobile phone, and that also uh, is the same for crypto. So um, uh, you can imagine that, um, yeah. Right now, we're using our PC a lot. We're using it to to swap, to to land, to to mint NFTs, to do all sorts of very, very, very cool things. Um, but uh, eventually, everything will move to a mobile phone, just like it did for like traditional banking, right? So, um, yeah, that's what we focus on: making a mobile accessible ecosystem of uh, decentralized applications. Yeah, no, that's great. And so, what are the benefits for users? If users, if 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 someone new comes over, uh, what can they do, and what are the benefits? What can they do? So, uh, what they can expect is to be able to do the same things that you can do on your PC. Uh, so that's a that's a nice plus. Uh, that's like our our biggest USB. And apart from that, we are uh, we as a, as the Planck Foundation, but also we as a, the Planck ecosystem are building a lot of cool apps and uh, cool products. So, um, yeah, the benefits are, I think, that we are very uh, transparent, open, um, nothing too crazy going on. You could see us as a um, general layer one. So we're building out like a quite, quite robust ecosystem in a very sustainable way. Um, but we have that side side focus on the, on that mobile on the mobile development, and that's uh, from what we heard. It's quite a nice um, how do you call it vertical. Yeah, no, that's great. So you're a Cosmos SDK based chain, but you're focusing on um, EVM. Is that yeah, correct? That is correct, and and the reason we did that is much simpler than you may imagine. First of all, the first people working on Plank were very knowledgeable about Ethereum, but they also recognized that Cosmos is actually the best layer one stack. And our friends over at EVMOS had just built like some amazing tech. So for us, it was a no-brainer to go with this combination. Uh, there's also just a lot of great apps that you could easily fork. There's also a lot of great um, developers in the Ethereum ecosystem that you could very easily onboard. So uh, a lot of benefits there. Not to say that Cosmwasm isn't amazing tooling. Well, it is, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much why we did that. 
Yeah, no, that's great. So what's um, so what's happened recently? What sort of news can you give us? Updates, things like that. Yeah, so recently Ciento Exchange went live. With, that's the first exchange um, that went live on the Plank Network. We're very happy with that. We've seen some yeah, pretty good use, usability already there. Um, so yeah, we're happy that they are live. They are an external team, which also makes it easy because you don't want to have to do everything uh, yourself, in my opinion at least, um, even though some things you should. Uh, so that's been super nice. They've been doing an airdrop. So uh, yeah, Plank Stakers got their first uh, airdrop, uh, which was received very well. And it was just uh, really fun to work with the Ciento guys. Um, so that's that's most recently. We've also listed on a Dutch exchange. So we've been doing some marketing on our home front. front. We are Dutch. So uh, it is quite easy to onboard, of course, people in your own country because you're always going to trust them uh faster than you would trust maybe maybe some really cool tech but from a maybe a slightly dodgier place like the cayman islands or something you you are set up there for a reason most often so uh oh i think we've lost you for a second now i don't know if anyone if anyone else can hear can you still me now yeah i can hear you now yeah you're back now uh, okay, where did I uh, where did I leave off? So, I'm not too sure. I've got Barney chewing at my feet. Um, but mate, we, we, we can just move on to the next part. Where can yeah, people um, where can people find the token, and how how does the token sort of fuel the ecosystem? Right. So um, the Plank token you can very easily get on Osmosis, of course. Uh, we're also on Kajira, uh, and we're also on centralized exchange Bingx. Um, we, our wrapped version is on PancakeSwap, that's wrapped with our own bridge, Delta Swap, and um, what else, what else, what else? Uh, I think the last one is, yeah, uh, Knaken Exchange. If you're a Dutchie, like me, uh, and you want a uh, solid uh, solid place to buy Plank, you can also go, go to them. So that's not Kraken, but Knaken, which means uh, uh, money in Dutch, like old Dutch old dutch term for uh, money so and uh your other question was what can you do with the token uh it's pretty pretty standard layer one token uh that you can use for uh gas fees governance staking uh the things you can expect from a cosmos sdk token um i think some some cool some cool things are that you can also um use it as bridge fees so we have our own bridge delta swap and you have to pay a fee in plank um and uh it's also the base pair in most DeFi. um so that's that's yeah and you can use it to mint your plank names via the plank name service so it's it's like the backbone of everything uh we built pretty much yeah no that's great thank you tom um and yeah apologies it was sort of a, a really rushed 10 minutes sort of spaces oh, yeah. um, but again we can we yeah we can we can arrange another one a bit longer with deep diving that'd be awesome yeah i'm so, um, so, so sorry I think we will just wrap it up but this one was on me no 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 it's fine yeah it's absolutely fine it is what it is it's it's, it's sometimes it gets confusing with all the different time zones <laughs> things like that so i completely get it um yeah but yeah it's been been a pleasure having you on and we'll have you on again in the future to talk about other things thank you so much for doing this once again man uh i think i speak for all of us when when we say when i say that we really appreciate what you're doing for the space and this is the time to do it
Yeah, no, appreciate it. And I completely agree with you. Like you say, things are moving fast. We need to make sure that everyone's updated. So, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day and I will catch you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much for still taking time uh, out of your day to give me a platform, even though I was late. Take care, man. Nice one. Take care, buddy. No worries. No sweat. Perfect. Right now, um, next up, we have... Uh, do you want to just introduce yourself? I don't know who's joined from Gelato today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having us up here. My name is Rizby. I'm the co-founder of Gelato. And, you know, really enjoying all the amazing talks so far. And as the, you know, person from Plank said, really appreciate everything you do within this space to make it more accessible for everyone. Yeah, no, perfect. Thank you. And it's a pleasure having you on, Rizzo. Um, yeah, do you want to just explain a little bit about yourself and your sort of background in crypto? And then we can move on with what Gelato Yeah, is. of course. Yeah. Uh, I've been a business entrepreneur, you know, it feels like for most of my life. I've started multiple companies. I've sort of been part of the crypto scene from the very beginning. The idea of digital assets, you can own it and sort of, you know, do crazy things with it. And it's only been in the last four years or so, I've really discovered Cosmos. I really love the technology, love just everything it brings, including the communities. And, you know, that's one of the main reasons why Daniel and I, my other co-founder, we wanted to build something cool within Web3, and to us, Cosmos was the perfect home for that. You know, cheap computing, you know, a lot of different technologies, and we've been building here for the last three years or so, and it's been an absolute blast for us. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you for your, your explanation, and uh, thanks for joining us, Dan. I mean, if you want to jump in at any point, yeah, uh, I mean, feel free to. I have more of the... Like, the... Uh, I mean, do you want to just explain a little bit about yourself? Yeah, as well? sure. I'm, I'm, I'm at Grisby uh, working here in New York. And, you know, we're kind of like compulsive, uh, you know, coders and, and builders. And just, you know, we, we've always been working together on side projects. And, uh, you know, so, it was, you know, it's not oftentimes that, you know, one of your projects really takes off. And so Gelato was that for us. It was kind of the first thing that people noticed and they, they wanted us to do. And um, it's been like a an adventure and a really great experience so far. And um, I'm, I'm like the technical side of things, uh, at least on, I'm, I'm like Risby's technical too. I mean, I'm like the, like the back end uh, full stack engineer on the project. So I'm just like immersed in the code, you know, 24 um, seven. And it's uh, really interesting. Like not only from, from a whole bunch of perspectives, you know, uh, I, you know, I can get into it, but you know, just as an engineer, as an entrepreneur, it's just been a really, uh, you know, wild ride. Um, and I'm really excited about kind of the things we're building uh, going forward, which will be, you know, range from things that you're familiar with in the DeFi space, but we're also branching out into just general purpose web de uh, development. So we're going to be trying to kind of blur the line between, you know, trying to use Web3 more as like an infrastructure for running the apps that people already kind of normally want to do and try to kind of bridge the world uh, through the user experience on um, the user experience level. Uh, but yeah, that's me. Um, I, I just ramble on infinitely until you stop me. So nice to meet you all. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Sometimes I like sometimes I forget I'm hosting when people are talking because you just get indulged in what other people are sort of saying and things like that. So yeah, no, it's great having you both on. I think what we'll do for the for this first space is, is We'll just try and keep it like basic, what the project mm -hmm. is, what the benefits are, things like that. And then we can arrange uh, an actual sure. just one-to-one -one space sure. is where we we dive a bit more deep into the technical side of things um, and things like that. 
So I don't know who wants to take the lead, but if you just want to explain sort of the, what, what Gelato is as a project. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to dive in there. So Gelato, at the very heart of it, is a GameFi company focused on creating fun products for people to use, but at the same time, generating real yield. All of our products, whether it's a game, a social app, you know, an NFT game, we think about value capture on every step of the way. We want to make sure that people who actually hold our asset, our main asset is GLTO. We also have our core NFTs on Stargaze, that these people are actually getting a stake in what we do and the revenue that's being generated. So to date, we have about five games launched. We're on various networks like Juno, Archway, Stargaze, and we've actually recently started the migration of moving our home base from Juno to Injective. You know, that ecosystem has been great. The team has been great, so we're going to be build, bringing a lot more games over there. So added a gist, that's what Gelato is. You know, we built one product, we build things people want to pay for, and our big goal is to make Web3 more accessible. And it might sound a little backwards, but when we build our product, we think about how can we get non-Web3 people to come use these things? How can we get our grandmas and wives to use it? And, our, and you know, and I feel like we're seeing a lot of success with that. You know, we're working on making Web3 apps easier. So I'll kind of leave it at that. You know, always happy to go into more details and, you know, dive into it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think, like you say, that is the main focus is trying to build things where eventually uh, users are using these apps and dApps without realizing they're using blockchain technology and things like that, which is um, great. I mean, do you want to explain a little bit more? So I'm a new user. I come over to Gelato. What can I do within the Gelato ecosystem? What what things can yeah, I do? Yeah, definitely. So if you want to come today and you want to play lotteries or do sports betting or do NFT raffles, all those things are accessible to you. We also have prediction market coming soon. And beyond that, one of the things that we feel like Cosmos is really lacking or Web3 in general, there isn't a central social hub. If you look in Web2, you have places like Reddit, you have Facebook, you have Twitter. You have a place where average people can come, join, communicate, share things, but also learn about the ecosystem. And we feel like having something like that in Web3 will really help prove a, you know, push adoption. So very recently, we created a new social app called Gelato Threads. We may change the name in the future. And it's very similar to online communities like a Reddit. You can go there, you can create posts, you can upload content in the near future. Everything is fully on chain. But the big thing this allows you to do is take that idea of building this social hub and integrate it into various chains. So for example, you know, if you go into Gelato Threads today, you can create a text post, but we're also working on features where you can create a raffle, which is directly native on Stargaze or a Dutch auction. If you want to do OTC deals where you can be like, hey, I want to create a post and I want to lock up this many of assets, whether it's Adam or Osmo, and I want to do an OTC deal for this other asset, you'll be able to do that. And beyond that, we're looking for other types of integrations with existing providers. You know, imagine every time, you know, imagine on Osmosis, someone can easily create a bet saying, hey, I think this asset will be at this price at this time. And people will be able to actually bet on that within the social app. And using on-chain data, we can resolve those types of outcome. So if you go on gelato.io, Threads is live today. It's currently deployed on three different chains, Archway, Injective, and Stargaze. So if you're curious, check out the Archway, uh, you know, connect your Archway wallet, check out the Threads. We already have a decent amount of users, interesting content. And one of the things that we're really looking forward to doing 
is enabling this so anyone today who's using standard Web2, whether it's an email, a Facebook, or a Twitch, you'll be able to log into Gelato using that and using something called Web3 Auth. We can automatically create a wallet for you. And we're also working with Archway, who's going to be giving us free gas. So essentially, we can onboard Web2 users into this app and our dApp overall without them paying any gas, give them a taste of Web3, and then give them the ability to fiat on-ramp via Kaido and things like that. So that's what I'm really excited about. Gelato threads are going to be you know, on most major chains. And this is something that I feel like most people in Cosmos haven't seen yet. And this is something we really need, a social hub, which we're hoping Gelato couldn't be in the middle of. Right. And if, if you go there right now on your phone, you're going to be disappointed uh, because I, I've just got the desktop version of it going on the main site. But I think um, just before this, I was able to push out like a bare bones demo of the mobile layout. Just gives you an idea of it. It's like it's totally not done. But we put that out on a different um, on a different server. So uh, later we can post the, uh, the link to that if you guys want to see. Um, but it's, it's yeah, it's 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 going to be really cool to get different kinds of posts integrated into this thing where. You know, like like Risby mentioned, there you could have a an NFT auction or uh, a prediction market, or you can have other apps sharing things, other DApps, you know, sharing things directly from their own smart contracts with you know on the Gelato threads. And so I just I think that you know it would be really great to centralize all the different activity going on in the context of uh, communication and conversations, um, because currently. What do you do to find uh, different DApps running on these, you know, innumerable, uh, you know, numerous uh, networks? It would be you go to their site and you kind of dig through it. You see their ecosystem, but just having something where you can see everything going on all at once and filter it down into things you're interested in, I think would just have general value to the to the networks and make them more make them more personable. So this is something that we started going down and exploring, kind of just as a tangent, you know, building this thing. But it, it turned out, I think that it's kind of like given us some central uh you know vehicle to um share our content and also integrate other content into it so i'm just yeah i'm really excited to explore the potential of where it's going and so yeah that's my, that's my two cents on it yeah no that's great we'll look forward to uh seeing your post about that later then um should we if we can just move on to the token itself for a little while can you just explain a little bit about the Gelato token, the tokenomics, and if I remember, you've got all. Oh, you've also got a secondary token called G Key, if that's right. Yeah, of course. Uh, so first, I'll touch upon GLTO, which is our main asset. This has about a 420 million supply. It's a CW20 token, and we're actually currently migrating it from CW20 to ERC20. So our whole uh, idea is Cosmos is great as a compute layer. It's cheap, it's fast, it has the best technology, but it really has limited liquidity. You know, EVM chains like Ethereum have a lot of liquidity. So we've actually already migrated our token to uh, Ethereum. We bridged it back to Injective. And now we're working on a migration path so people who have the old GLTO can convert it into the new ERC-20 GLTO. And the thing that makes GLTO really you know, different from other assets is beyond governance power of the GLTO token, you actually get a direct stake in everything we do. 100% of all revenue that's generated within Gelato, whether it's from games, NFTs in the future, validators, even social apps, 100% of that goes right back into our protocol, goes back to our GLTO stakers and our core NFT holders. We want to make sure from everything that we do, our holders and our community actually directly benefit from that. And by having a max supply, 
you know, as I mentioned, it's 420 million. You currently have about 100 million of those staked with our GLTO staking as the house, which powers all of our different dApps. And that's where all the revenue goes. So, you know, really excited about that. More information on the migration coming. And, and to touch upon our secondary asset, GKey. Gelato was built with this idea of having a grand prize game every year, which is going to be very different. We started out towards the end of a bull market and we built straight to the bear. So GKey, when we were able to launch it by having more uh, activity on our platform, that's where funds are generated. The goal is to have these treasure chest-like games where people can use GKey, which has a max supply of 1,000, to be able to open these chests. As you open chests, which will, you know, we're looking to have rewards of 50K or more, whether they be in you know, crypto assets or real-world items like cars or houses, the next you know, chest will get more and more expensive to get to the final chest. So we don't talk too much about that game because we're still in the process of building the infrastructure, the dApps, and everything that's going to power this game. But once GKey is officially done, going forward, every year there will be a new asset a new prize game, new tokenomics. And we think this is a way to continuously keep Gelato fresh and just, you know, have a big, you know, event, almost like a Las Vegas style where everyone can be excited and have fun. Yeah, no, that sounds exciting and, and looking forward to that. I didn't realize that you were moving your token your token to an ERC-20 as well. So that was, that's uh, yeah, new news as well. Um, I think what we can do is maybe to sort of wrap it up, um, do you have uh, anything sort of on the roadmap this year you can talk about any alpha you can give anything like that and we can sort of wrap up the the spaces and finish it with with maybe some alpha. yeah we actually just published our updated roadmap for 2024 and a couple of the interesting projects that we're going to be tackling is we're actually going to be building out a fractionalized nft marketplace for stargaze so if you follow stargaze governance very recently gelato uh developer accounts were whitelisted so we can deploy without going to governance so we already built out technology to enable people to fractionalize their NFTs. But beyond fractionalizing, we also want to be able to add the concept of borrowing and lending. So a fractionalized marketplace is being built out. More information on that soon. And then the last part I'll sort of tease out is we're building a prediction market for Archway, which they gave us an awesome grant for. The thing that makes this prediction market very different from a lot is it's going to be powered by human oracles. Humans will be able to come on, sign up to be jurors, where they'll sort of determine the outcome of different bets. And depending on how well you do, how honest you are, you'll get rewarded based off that. You know, we want to make, you know, being honest profitable. And the great part about this human oracle protocol that we're building is, yes, our prediction market is going to be powered by this, but anyone will be able to tap into that. So if you are a dApp builder, you're like, hey, I want to build something where I need humans to come to consensus on chain. Now you can leverage this protocol, even within our Gelato Threads app in the future, you'll be able to create a jury post like, hey, I want to say, you know, will team A or team B win or will this happen? And the human oracle will be able to come and determine that outcome. So we have a lot of great things happening. If you're curious, go to gelato or blog.gelato.io, check out our roadmap. A lot of interesting things this year. Right. If I may interject some final words there. Risby mentioned fractionalizing, but we also presented it, uh, at NFT Nashville back in November an idea of NFT fragmenting, which basically means using smart contracts uh, and dynamically generated data, data, taking an NFT and breaking it down into actual physically smaller NFTs representing the different components of the image. 
So people would be able to kind of buy not only just fractions, which is nice and, and all, but it's kind of boring. You're just trading with tokens, but actually breaking something down into its vis visual, physical pieces and trading those, you could incrementally buy an NFT by owning all the pieces or collect only the noses of bad kids or something of that nature. So we're also kind of exploring just new ways, new things of, of actually, you know, breaking NFTs down, but retaining the visual nature of it, of them which a lot of people, you know, I like, which is one of the whole reasons they exist is the visual, physical component of it. And um, in regards to the prediction market, the human oracle, you know, you can think, think of it as like a, a system for requesting juries form around certain matters and having different protocols by which, you know, well, they, they you know, those users, those jurors decide the outcome. And um, to the extent that they respond on time, to the extent that they provide citations, uh, to the extent that they've, um, you know, authenticated themselves, verified their identity and, and so on, you know, they'll receive different scores. And so the people who are creating these requests for work, requests for juries, will be able to, to threshold the qualifications required for participation. So that's just the tip of the iceberg, but it's a really exciting area that, you know, we're, we're actively developing. And um, I, I guess I'm thinking that in the next, you know, one to three months, we'll have some public uh, prototype out there probably within the, the first half of that range but um yeah so i just wanted to add my my, my other two cents on that yeah no that's great and uh i've, I've sort of been saying it with all the projects we will we'll, we'll do another spaces soon where we can dive a bit deeper into all of these other sort of aspects Oof. of it um and things like that but i think what we'll do is wrap it up for today. So it's been obviously a pleasure having you on Rizzo and Daniel and, and nice to finally chat with you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us up here and thank you for everyone who listened. Uh, have a great day and we'll definitely listen in to the rest of the space. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Um, I think, well, we're going to wrap the spaces up now. It's been going on for a couple of hours and, and nine projects, but just a shout out to sort of Cosmos Horse, Nolus, Terra Spaces, uh, DeFi, Mickey, everyone else who's joined into the spaces. Thank you for all coming today um, and look forward to doing it again. So all enjoy your day and I will speak to you all soon. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living set than friendship bracelets, dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days, got them acting all bankless. Yo, fam, what? Check these tokenomics. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting nottas and then to end a long day. Eleven bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss. And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning Forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo The world is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first 
come first, sir. Mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay stacked in non toxic just to get a better place. Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps. Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines. They call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats. Tearing apart your community, all these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity. Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each. I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege. Commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east. Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats. Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets. Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats. And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each. Motherfuckers, fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Spaces.